Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, one and only true Lord, and I'm in we trust, as the Republican mentalists, the real 144,000 is being gathered this day and time, mentalists. Good evening, I'm your host, the Intellectual Nubian Mankari. This is Mental Like Radio, and tonight, tonight we're going to be discussing the emotionally, the emotional instability, excuse me, the emotional instability of the modern-day male. Now, this... um. This dilemma um, of young males, all races, but especially within the so-called black race, the bronze race, is out of hand. And the reason why it is out of hand, the reason why you have an uh, emotionally unstable, uh, unstable males out here today is because fathers that they're spawned from, Fathers that they're spawned from either are not real men themselves and are too in touch with emotional immaturity, or if they had fathers, real fathers, you know, they were not around to raise their sons and be that masculine energy that the sons need in their life. Men, young men especially, need their fathers in their life for real things, not for fake things, for real things. They need their father in their life to do more than just tell them, show them how to fight or talk about women or talk about sports, all the bonehead things that the modern-day male thinks, uh, well, you know, that they this is the things they can connect with their sons on. No, you have to teach them way more than that, way more than that for them not to be emotionally Unstable or unstable, you see. That instability in the modern day male is due to no connection, no real connection with living masculinity. And when I say living masculinity, living masculinity is something that is what? Lived out. Something that is lived out, not something that is acted out. See, in this society, they teach you that you're supposed to, um, uh, Males are supposed to act like men. Or you act like a man. Act like a man. No, we don't have time for acting. There's no acting like a man. You have to be a man if you are a man. See, males act like men. You tell males to act like men because you obviously have to see something that is, you know, unmanly in a male to tell them to act like men. If you instill in them early masculine principles, masculine energy, real masculine energy, right, and that is patience, that is um, the application of logic and rational thinking, the doing away with emotional behavior, you know. If you instill this in your sons early, if you let them know that they are not to lead with emotion in this world because nobody's going to care about their emotions. Nobody's going to care about how they feel, you see. And that's the problem with a lot of black males. They want people to care about how they feel. They want people to cry for them or feel bad for them, especially these other races of people. You see, your so-called black men, the bronze men, you take a big loss in the world because you think that somebody's supposed to cater to your emotions. You see, 
No one is going to cater to your emotions here. The minute you stop allowing yourself to get emotional, the minute you stop allowing yourself to be combative, the minute you allow, put, stop putting yourself in situations where you're going to be emotional or combative, the minute you stop walking into these situations, you're not going to have this any longer. See, this only happens to you because you do not know how to maneuver in the world through logical and rational thinking. See, when you're not a maneuver in the world through logical and rational thinking, you no longer have this connection with emotional instability, which comes by way of, like you said, emotion right there. You know, you don't know how to deal with things without taking things to the extreme. You don't know how to deal with things without being overly emotional or overly um, um, out of sync logic and rational thinking. You take everything as they say to heart. And that's not what real men are supposed to do. Real men are not supposed to be emotional. Not about anything. Real men are not supposed to be emotional. Why? Because real men are needed. Real men are expected in this world to be the logical ones. So you can expect for females and sometimes even women to have emotional moments. So someone has to be that balance. Someone has to be that one within the union to keep that emotion in check for the woman. You cannot be emotional with a woman and act emotional with a woman and think that they're going to respect you after that. Even if, you know, they tell you it's okay even if they tell you it's all right that you got a little over the top and a little bit emotional, that's not the, it's not really okay because they know that they get that way and they look for a man to keep that in check and balance for them. And a lot of times when they come to men, when women come to men, when they have an emotional moments or emotional periods, they look for men to be that stabilizer to, you know, basically put the emotions in check to relieve that. They cannot look to a man who is being as emotional as them. The worst thing a man, a real man, can do is argue with women. Real men don't argue with women. Real men don't put their hands on women. They don't do that, you see. Real men desire peace, peace of mind. Real men in their right state of mind. Anybody, any man that argues with a woman, that's not a man. He's not going to keep going back and forth with a woman, you see, because at a certain point you, as a man, understand, you understand that certain, you know, arguments and things you're doing where you're trying to get a point across, it's not meant to go across. Certain things are just meant to be said and left alone. But because you are emotionally unstable, right, you have that emotional instability nine times out of ten because you were raised by women or females, I should say. You were raised by females who dominated everything in your life by emotion. You think that that's the normal thing for you to do because children, as I said, even male children, young young, young male children, they're going to emulate who they see to be the authority figure. If it's the mother, then they're going to emulate her. If it's the father, they're going to in some way try to emulate him. But they're going to always emulate who they see is in charge, who's there with them all the time. They're going to emulate that. This is why I said 
a mother and father are both needed to raise a child. Mother and father are both needed to raise a child. You can't have one without the other, you see, because without the main ingredient, especially for you young men, a man, a young man who is trying to raise a man, you cannot afford to have this emotional instability in your life. You cannot afford that. You cannot afford emotional instability in your life because, as I said, you see all of these emotionally unstable males out here who are stepping into the roles of leadership, and you can usually tell these ones who are emotionally unstable, these ones who are mentally unstable because an emotionally unstable person is a mentally unstable person. You see, those are the guys who carry a lot of hurt with them, who may have been hurt by a woman because an emotionally unstable man is always an open vessel for emotional reaction if he comes into contact with the wrong female or whatever the case may be. That is like a explosion waiting to happen. So a father is needed to tell his son, you know, all kinds of emotional traps are going to be set for him in the society because that's what they do, especially with you so-called black men, you know, you bronze men. They set in the society all kinds of emotional traps for you to fall into. You see, everything they do, they set emotional traps for you to fall into. It's all a setup, like when the police pull you over and they harass you and they know they're doing wrong. They know they do. They want you to be upset by it. They're doing it to upset you. Because you have to understand, you have to understand that these people nine times out of ten who pulled you over, they're mentally and emotionally unstable. You see, the people that pulled you over, because the so-called police department, law enforcement community in this society, they don't really have a good track record with hiring people who are not mentally or emotionally unstable. So nine times out of ten, you have these mentally and emotionally unstable people pull you over, fool with you, bother you and whatnot because they want to have, they want you to become emotionally, emotional with them. They want you to be emotional with them. They want you to go back and forth so they can have a reason to pull out a gun on you and things like that because those people got demons all over them. You know, these people have emotional demons all over them. They're mentally unstable. And instead of the police department saying, you know what, we need to just review these people better or don't even hire these people because in the long run, it gets them losing money because when they shoot somebody or put somebody's life in danger and money has to be paid out, again, this is the society catering to emotionally unstable men, you see. And their way of so-called catering to it is by telling men that masculinity is toxic. So when you tell men that masculinity is toxic, you're basically telling them to cater to emotional instability. Because if they don't have their masculine energy to stand on as a foundation, the masculine energy, the true masculine energy is supposed to be logical and rational thinking, non-emotional, non-confrontational, you see, more focused than thinking. That's what true masculine energy is. True masculine energy is not getting in the fights, arguing, flexing your muscles, trying to show how tough you are, because that's just males acting like men. See, when you see people who are acting unnecessarily, um, you know, over the top, you know, with aggressive behavior, 
for no reason. When you see that, what you're looking at, and I've always said, you know, it took me a while to say that, what you're looking at is a male trying to do his best to act like a man because nine times out of ten, that male probably got some, you know, effeminate or female energy, you know, a.k.a. some sugar in his tank that he doesn't want to hide. And like I said, when you find these males like that who are deep down homosexual or have homosexual thoughts and things like that or attraction for men, they try like hell to fight that demon. They try like hell. So how the fight comes out is these guys would be overly aggressive, you know, and they're trying to act like or do their impression of what they think a man is. They're doing their impression of what they think a man is, you see. When they do their impression of what they think a man is, that's when they end up, you know, doing damage to themselves, doing damage to people around them, you see, because that emotional instability traps them off. It traps them off into how they're supposed to deal with situations in a logical and rational fashion, you see. It traps them off of that to the point whereas when they get into the emotional instability, they don't make the right decisions. No one makes the worst decisions in life like a emotionally unstable male because, see, emotion is really foreign to men. Emotional behavior is really foreign to men. We only pick up this behavior because nine times out of ten you were raised by a female. Or you had a weak male raise you. You had a weak, emotionally weak male who was acting like a man trying to raise you. You know the guys who sit around watch sports all day, talk about women all day. Them guys are acting, a lot of these guys, man. These guys are acting. You see, they acting like what they think a man is. And they can never really teach their sons how to be men because to be real men is to suppress or to disconnect yourself from emotional behavior because you will make the worst decisions in your life due to emotional behavior. There are more men sitting or young men sitting in jail, sitting in prison for emotional instability. They got mad at the girl, they beat on a woman, they kill a woman, kill the guy that was with a woman. Usually it always ends up, these guys end up in jail over something that's connected to a female. You see? Because they've allowed the female to make them emotionally unstable through behavior, uh, 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 through, um, you know, toxic behavior, through irrational behavior. And see, men don't know how to maneuver territory that is emotional and no, but no logic and no rationale because what that does is it takes men in circles. It takes men in circles to, because, you know, whenever you, you have a, a, um, a disagreement with somebody, whenever you have a disagreement and you're trying to get a better understanding to make people see what you're talking about or try to express yourself, you're always looking to make a point. You're looking to show them. But when you're dealing with emotional people, they miss, they're going to always miss the point. They will always miss the point of what you're logically and rationally trying to convey to them. So what they do is they'll run you in circles with the emotion. And this is where your males get angry. They start, this is where the back and forth starts. This is where the actions and the reactions go forward. And like I said, 
men or male, let's just say, uh, they're not used to dealing with that. You see, they have a they have a meltdown when they have to deal with emotion. They don't. They're not good at it. No man is supposed to be good at the utilization of too much emotional energy or any at all. You see, they're supposed to be focused on logical and rational outcomes in their life. And if you don't get that, then you have to separate yourself from any said situation that you are in. But you should never at any time think that emotional instability or being emotional whatsoever is a form of masculinity because it's really not. All this emotional energy is opposite of masculine energy. Again, they try to shame you into being more emotional. They try to shame you as men in the society into being more emotional, more in touch as they say with your feelings. In touch with, then they had the nerve to even say something stupid like, yeah, get in touch with your feminine side. Your feminine side. And no man got no damn feminine side. What are you talking about? It's on getting in touch with your feminine side. You see, that's, that's, that's just really them trying to emasculate men. Because I told you before, said this the other night, I said that there's an attack on masculinity and femininity. There's an attack in this three-dimensional realm on masculinity, real masculinity, and femininity. And they want to replace masculinity and femininity with um, femaleism or um, femaleism and maleism. You see? They want to replace that with their own artificial version of what they say masculine and feminine is, which is really male and female energy, you see, where they turn the tables, where you can be where a male and a female can vibrate on the same emotional, um, on the same emotional low level as one another. Because, again, that keeps you moving in circles. When you got an emotional male and an emotional female, that's just an ongoing circle to nowhere. That's just an ongoing rotation of arguments, fights, and things like that to nowhere. And you got people that will stay together based on that. You got males out here who will continue to argue with the woman and, like I said, or argue with the female to the females, like, damn, I had enough of this, and she's the one that got to break it, break the, you know, thing. And he's sitting there looking simple-minded, and he still want to argue. He still want to go back and forth because he has been made into a male. You see, he has been made into a male. He is not a man. You see, that's the telltale sign of a man versus a male and a female versus a woman. That's the telltale sign. Because even women, women don't really like to argue too much like that, you see. And, you know, they are tending, they work, they have to work more on their emotional instabilities. But men, like no other, they shouldn't have this at all. They shouldn't have this at all. Like I told you this story where uh, I seen this, this guy in the post office, his little son, and um, his little son had braids in his hair, and he was crying all the time and being really emotional. He didn't want to, you know, stand with his father. He wanted to basically be carried in hell, and he had braids in his hair, and he's like, he starts, you know, flipping out on his little son and saying, you know, you spend too much time around your mother and this and the third, and, you know, you... And I was like, uh, yeah, that's your fault because 
You have to be there with your child. You have to be there with your son so that he doesn't take in that feminine or female energy, depending on what type of woman or female is raised him. You have to make sure you don't he doesn't take in that female energy. You must make sure that he's around you so he can have a foundation to build on in of masculine energy. You must make sure he has that in his life. Or else he's gonna be emotionally unstable. You know? Because most nine times out of ten, a lot of these male these males are emotionally and mentally unstable. So all they're gonna eventually attract is females who are the same way. And they're gonna make children who are the same way. Bunch of cry babies. Bunch of cry babies. A bunch of people who think you somebody owe you something. A bunch of people who think you're, you know, that somebody is supposed to give you something in the world instead of you working for it and achieving things in the world. You know. Again, this is a, the prisons are filled up with these kind of people. The prisons are filled up with these young men, or these young males out here who think somebody owed them something, who thinks that somebody is, you know, supposed to cater to you. You see. Or you become weak for the female and you become exactly simps. You start trying to cater to the female and you letting them run all over you. And then later on, once they look back at that and they see how the female is treating them like as a simp, then they get mad, you know, because they'll see the female even wants a real man. She don't want a simp. And they eventually get mad and they end up putting hands on the woman. Sometimes it gets even worse, but they end up killing the woman. Because you forced him to be emotional with you. You forced him into that area of emotion. You forced him to be all into you emotionally. You forced him, you you told him that that was love and that was how you're supposed to be with your woman. And that's wrong. How a real man is supposed to be with his woman is real. Real logical and real rational in your application of anything that you present to us. You see? And... Like I said, you don't have to be cold. You don't have to be, you know, no. What you have to be is real in your dealings. You have to be real with your dealings. You have to accept your the, re, the realness that you give to her you know, if she's a real woman and take it without an emotional uh, um, response to these things because emotions don't help anything. Being emotional about something helps nothing. Being emotional does nothing. It accomplishes nothing. And see, real men understand this. This is why they don't tend. They tend not to embrace this emotional nonsense. It does nothing for you as men. It does nothing for you as women to have a man like or a male like this. It does nothing for you, and it's definitely not going to do anything for your children if you should happen to have men. And it also affects your girl children. Because they will pick out, they will pick out, um, they will pick out men based on how they behave. They will pick out men based on how their fathers act. So if they don't see their fathers as being the masculine strength, they're going to get males who carry no masculine strength. If they see their mothers with bo- a bunch of boyfriends who they talking crazy to and, you know, disrespecting, then that's going to go into their head and that's going to go into their mind. They're going to think they can do the same thing with a man. 
and they might come across the wrong one, and that's somebody who'll put hands on them and hurt them or kill them. You see, that's somebody who'll do that. You see, because they already have it set in their head that this is how you deal with a, a, a male that they think is a man. This is how you deal with a male. And no, that's not how you deal with a man. You see, and you're not even supposed to be dealing with males. You're supposed to be dealing with men. But see, everything is all screwed up here. Everything is screwed up in the third dimension. You see, everything is screwed up here. So all you can do, like I said, from the start, from the foundation, is look at everything that you are seeing amongst modern-day males, and you make sure and you say to yourself, with all of the focus and concentrated effort, that you're not going to raise males. You're going to raise men. You see, you're not going to raise males. You will raise men. You have to say this as a father, and you have to get your woman to be on board with it as well. You have to let her know she is not to coddle your sons. She is not to coddle your sons. She is supposed to present herself as a strong woman to your son so that your sons know what type of woman to go for or look for when he becomes a man. You see, she is not supposed to coddle or teach her son how to manipulate and use emotion to do or get through life because what happens with that is, and the same thing goes for the father, if he's really being a father to his son, because like I said, a lot of these males today, they don't take their male offspring. They don't take them as serious. They're very hands-off. And the reason they're like that is because they don't really have that connection of masculine energy within them. They don't have that. You see? They're not there, and then they use the excuse about the woman. There's never no excuse not to be in the, in the lives of your children. You see? never no excuse for that. There's never no excuse for being there and not raising your children. You must pick the right mother for your child and be with that woman so that your child must see that. It should never be an option that we have a child together and I'm not there and you're not. my child is not seeing me relate with his mother. That's never an option, you see, because you're already uh, destroying the child from the foundation. You see, you're destroying the child from the foundation, you know. And again, like I said, most of these men out here, or these males out here are not fit to have sons. They're not fit to raise sons. They're not fit. They don't know what to do with their sons. Like I said, if you're sitting up here and you're telling your son, you know, stay out of trouble, uh, we're going to watch some sports or, you know, whatever, girls or something, you know. It's nothing. It's nothing going to uh, transpire from that. Your son is not going to get anything real to grow on from that. You see, your son is not going to know how to communicate with other men, and that's very important out here because if you're like a lot of these males get killed out here, put to death out here because they don't know how to interact with one another, especially when they're young like that. They don't know how to interact with one another. They don't know how to talk to one another. They don't know how to show respect to one another. They What they do is disrespect one another. They talk crazy to one another because there's no father there to tell them anything different, you see. They may have grown up seeing their mother arguing 
with men, going back and forth with men, arguing with women, and they think that that's the, you know, the standard of communication and how you're supposed to be combative and emotional, and it's not. If you want to talk about anything being toxic, that's toxic. You see, emotions are toxic. Emotional energy is toxic. Masculine energy, feminine energy is powerful and useful when they are in alignment with logical and rational thinking. You get the best outcomes with that. But, you know, you got certain people who are charged with emotion. They're bored or they feel there's boredom without emotion. They feel there's boredom without emotion. That's really why emotion is kept going because you got people who are bored without it, you see. Or they need it to be some form of dysfunctionality and whatnot that make up the breakup thing and all oh, this business. And like I said, it carries over into your relationships with one another to where it comes to the point where you cannot relate to one another. You are not going to be able to relate to a modern-day male because of his emotional instability. That is foreign to him. That will be foreign to you as you're meeting him because you'll say things like, damn, he, he just acts too much like a female. Or, damn, why he act like that? Why he act like a female? Why he always emotional? Why he always in his feelings? Ain't that what a lot of these young girls saying? Why do you think they're saying that now? Because a lot of these guys were not raised with fathers. And if they did, a lot of these guys, these guys' fathers was all screwed up. They was all screwed up. They were too emotional, you see. They were too emotional, and they don't have anything to offer their sons. They have nothing real to offer their sons. A man is always supposed to be have something to offer his children, especially his sons. And that is masculinity. Masculine energy is the first thing, the greatest thing, the foundational thing that you can give to your son, teaching your son how to be a man, a real man, a responsible man, a logical and rational man. You see, a thinking man. That's real mas that's real masculinity. See, emotions within the male construct is what screws all of those things up. It screws up all the logical and rational thinking that you need to produce real men, you see. It screws these things up, whereas you got a bunch of people who are just all over the place, mentally all over the place, you see. You shouldn't, men, men, men should not be led emotionally by women. Men should not be emotionally led by women and vice versa. That connection between real men and real women is supposed to be a logical and rational connection. Again, that's set in the foundation of what the father teaches his son. The mother adheres to in her own relationship. Because if a boy sees, a young boy sees his mother and father in logical and rational, you know, uh, um, connections, and they don't see all this heavily emotional stuff, they're watching all this stuff. They're watching how you two interact. They're watching this. They're taking it in. They're looking at everything. You see, they're watching this, they're taking it in, they're looking at everything. And this is how they're able to decide how they should be, the foundation of what they should be. If you can't sit down and have real conversation with your son, that's another thing with a lot of these guys. 
They can't really sit down and have real conversation with their son. They can't. I mean, you guys remember the last time you sat down and had a real conversation with your fathers. I mean, something that wasn't talking about some sex or some sports or some BS. I mean, real things in life, real things on how to think, real deep conversations with your father. How many of y'all can say y'all honestly did that? That you had real conversations, real deep conversations with your father. I've had little bits here and there, but I can say, 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 say I haven't really. There's things I would like to talk to about my father, with my father, but I, you know, he's just not in that space with certain things. You know, and I don't say it's not no lack of masculinity. It's there, but like I said, just communicating, you know, and being able, because like I said, you know, you sometimes you may feel your children are on another wave when they're not listening to you, but you'll be surprised what your sons are willing to listen to from you. They will, they want to hear from you because your sons still want that mental input. And it's key that you do it early. But then, like I said, you got so many of these guys, they don't really, they know, they don't really know what to say to a son. They don't really know how to raise a son. They don't know what to say to him. They don't know how to raise him or anything. You see, they have a hard time dealing with their own lives out here. So you imagine what they're going to tell a son. You see, you imagine. They have a hard time in their own life out here. So you have to keep that in mind. You have to keep that in mind. Or also keep in mind that boys, like I said, they are constantly looking to mimic a strong image. A boy is looking to mimic a strong image. Who is he going to look to first? His father. He's looking to mimic a strong image. What do you do when you don't have a strong image to mimic? What does he do? And see, this goes right back on the woman again. If you don't choose a strong man to be the father of your child, then you're damning that child. You're dooming that child for the rest of his life. You're dooming him. Because all young men, they need that strong, logical, rational, and foundational, big foundational base to start from. They need that. They need that strong masculine base to start from. They can't start. That it's no, it's no good you raising them. There's nothing you can. A woman, once a, once a male child, young child, young boy, gets past five, six years old, a woman, his mother can't do nothing for him anymore. There's nothing she can do for him. Absolutely nothing. Once he gets past a certain age, there's nothing she can do for him anymore, other than feed him. That's it. You see. This is why when they get about 13, 14 years old, you're talking about, oh, they acting up. They talking like this. They acting like that. Why do you know, I'm I'm, going to check them on this. You know, he's smelling this stuff. No, that's not what that is. He's doing something. He's doing what's normal and what's natural. He's becoming a young man. And young men, when they are looking and they're reaching to become uh, uh, those young men, that masculine energy is going to come out in some way, shape, or form. It might come out in the form of rebellion against you, their mother. You see, it might come out in that, re- that form of rebellion. But had he had been, had you had chose the right man to be his father, had you made sure he always had a masculine, uh, a, a real manly masculine uh, uh, foundation to uh, um, 
deal with, connect to, then it would never get to that point because a real man is going to tell his son to respect your mother, to be a man is to be respectful to your mother, to women, when they are being women. And when they are not being women, you disconnect from them altogether. There's never no need to disrespect anybody. You see, that's what a father tells his son. When you see a woman not being a woman, you just disconnect from her. When you see she wants to be a female, you disconnect to her. But when she's being a woman, you be strong, you be stern, and you be respectful. You see, that's what men are supposed to tell their sons. That is what I will tell my son one day. You see? And if more of you so-called black men did this with your sons, instead of putting them in front of a TV and watching goddamn sports or talking about girls or whatever you're talking about, or stay out of trouble, little nigga, whatever the hell you telling your sons, you're still in trouble, little nigga, because you ain't got nothing else to tell them. Or you want to get some new sneakers. You know, you, you have nothing to offer. You see, you got nothing to offer. So if you don't give them anything to grow on, you can't expect anything from them. Nothing will be produced from them. You see, the growth of the tree starts in the soil, in the seeds, that soil, that the seeds that go into the soil. The growth of the plant starts with the seeds that go into the soil. So you must make sure as women who are that soil that you must let strong seeds go inside you. Strong seeds must be planted inside you to produce strong trees, strong young men, strong young women. You must have that and have it based in the foundation of logic, whereas your union with that man who you chose to make the father father of your children, you it makes sense logically why you chose that man. See, the logic has to be there. The rational thinking has to be the foundation from the seeding of the woman. It has to be there. If that's not there, then it's all messed up. If you just got with this guy because he looked good, I like how he talked to me, I like how he rapped, you know, just because uh, I was horny, I wanted some sex. You damning that ch- those children to hell, man. You damning them to hell. And when I say you damning them to hell, you damning them to this third dimension of emotion. That's what you're putting them, connecting them to. You're connecting, connecting them to an ever ongoing process of circular confusion and chaos. This is what you're connecting them to. You see? That's why I said you young women must you should you must choose older men. You must choose older men for your the fathers of your children. You must choose older men. See, because younger men, you know, when they if they haven't had real fathers in their lives, which nine times out of ten they haven't, when they don't have real fathers in their lives who are proactive in their lives like this, it usually is going to take around ten or fifteen years before they are able to shake off whatever damage their mother has done to them through making them emotional, it's usually going to take 10 or 15 years for them to shake that off. So in their 20s, by the time, that's why I said the time they hit 35, 40 years old, that's when they should be ready. As men, they have should have been able to shake off that emotional nonsense. This is why it's so important that I do broadcasts like this for males. For males, so that they don't become, or should I say for men, so that they don't become males. And that we separate as men from those males who are not able to be saved, were not able to be uplifted out of that male mindset. Remember I said a lot of these guys out here, they are connected to a lot of 
male energy out here, not uh, effeminized energy over here. They're connected to a lot of male energy. They're not connected to masculine energy. That's the problem. Male energy is what they're pushing here, not masculine. That's why if they're going to tell you masculinity is toxic, then you're saying something is toxic, meaning it has to be gotten rid of. What do you plan on replacing it with? Answer, they want to replace it with young males who are effeminate because in them, if, if that, they don't consider a male being effeminate or, or whatever. They don't consider it to be toxic. That's not toxic if you so-called black men are effeminate. They don't feel that's toxic. It's what they, they don't want you to be masculine. They want you to be effeminate. That's a problem, you being effeminate. You see, that is the problem. It's bad enough you got a society that's trying to constantly effeminize you so-called black males, you young black males, so-called black males, the bronze males. You got It's bad enough you got a, this society that's trying to constantly effeminize bronze males. You see, keep you as males, keep you emotional, keep you in situations where you are emotional and you know, it's bad enough you have that. But then when you have a woman who you're sleeping with or a female who you're sleeping with who is constantly trying to keep the rotation of this outside world going in your life, putting you in situations where you got to get emotional or you putting yourself in situations where you got to get emotional because it's your fault for dealing with females who are like this. It's your fault. It's always going to be your fault for dealing with females who are like this. Again, nobody's going to feel sorry for you at the bad decisions you make in your life. See, that's what men understand. Men understand that. See, fathers have to teach their sons, you are responsible for everything that happens in your life. No one did anything to you. You see, you do everything to you. People put something before you, you can decide whether you're going to take that path and choose that path or take another path. Always take the higher road as men. Always take the higher road as men. You must always take the higher road as men. Men of logic, rational, men of logical and rational thinking because so much here in this world is constantly trying to get you caught up in emotional thinking because emotion is what leads you into trouble. Emotion is what leads you into a level of mental instability. Emotion leads you into the path or leads you on that circular path of mental instability. And then you'll be sitting up somewhere in jail. You'll be sitting somewhere, you know, uh, locked in some kind of detention center because that's what they want to do with you emotional males. They want to lock you away. They want to lock you away or transform you into a female. They want to lock you away, stop you from procreating, or turn you into a female. Because in their mind, you being emasculated is acceptable in the society as bronze males, bronze men. They want you emasculated. They don't want your fathers around to raise you. They don't want your mothers to come to that collective union, unionization and that unification to raise strong men and strong women. That's what you're here to do. That is your purpose in life, to raise strong men and strong women, strong bloodline. That's what your purpose is here. It's not for anything else. Everything else is secondary, which is really nothing. Your prime 
your true purpose for being here is to raise strong men and women, logical men, rational men, strong men, strong women. That's it. And you must be what you're trying to raise. You must be what you're trying to raise. If you're not going to be what you're trying to raise, then you expect disaster. Please expect disaster. Please expect failure. Please expect them to turn out to be nothing because you didn't take the time to assure that they would not fall into that. We'll be right back.
back. And we're back. I want you to pay attention to how masculinity, real masculinity, is not being respected in this society, especially if it's coming from you so-called bronze man. Because I've said before, masculinity, true masculinity is under attack. True masculinity is under attack. And you are taught, women are taught in this society, I should say females are taught in this society that masculine energy is not to be respected. There's a reason why your daughter is not bringing home real men. They're bringing home a bunch of males. They're going to leave them in the dust because now you have the young females who are looking to have or be in a connection or some kind of union with a male who is basically like them with a penis. They're looking for males who are effeminate like them with penises. That's all they're looking for. You know how you know that? It's because how do a lot of these young girls, instead of being with a young man or a young guy, whether that will be with a guy, they can go from to being with a butch dyke lesbian. You see? They can go from to being like a butch dyke lesbian because like with a lot of these young women, is because a lot of these young guys are just like in their mind, they're interchangeable with the butch dyke lesbian. And in, in the so-called black community, they want to put the woman or the female, excuse me, the female, not the woman, but the female out in the forefront to be the leader of the so-called black community. That's what they're doing right now because they know that you so-called black men have been emasculated. They watch you. They watch the figures you follow. They watch the people you look up to. They watch They watch and figure, they watch the music type of people you look up to, and they know because of who you look up to, who you tend to idolize, be it music artists, be it so-called motion picture people, be it actors, entertainers, be it so-called black conscious speakers. They know that a lot of these guys are really effeminate, and they really wasn't standing up as real men. And see, the beast knows, they know that you follow those images. That's hell. That's why they put these images out here for you to follow. They don't want you to follow images of real masculine energy or real men. They want you to follow a bunch of people who are emotionally and mentally unstable. A good example, and notice why I always get on Malcolm X all the time. I get on Malcolm X, and I say, you see how they made Malcolm X an icon in this society because Malcolm X was emotionally unstable, mentally unstable. He was mentally, emotionally unstable. And a lot of you so-called black men, you take, you've taken a page from Malcolm X's book when it comes to dealing with one another. He was very unmanly in his treatment of his mentor, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. He was very unmanly, very emotional, very jealous over a woman that he decides to put the honorable Elijah Muhammad's personal business out there. Like I said, it's sad that a lot of you so-called black men, you don't see anything wrong with that. Because if you don't see anything wrong with that, that means you would do that to one another. That's the sad thing. A lot of you got that Malcolm X spirit on you, that emotionally unstable mindset. And then you'll step into, well, see, Elijah Muhammad, that's crazy because he was molesting young girls. That's a lie. That's a big lie. But they'll keep pushing that false narrative as an excuse for Malcolm X's behavior. Because they want you so-called black men to act like a Malcolm X figure, to stab each other in the back, to be emotionally driven. They want you to act like that. That's why they put Malcolm X, because they know Malcolm X wasn't no real man. 
Malcolm X wasn't a real man. He was a male. Elijah Muhammad was a real man because he actually went out there and did I'm just using it as an example. I'm not going to turn this into an Elijah Muhammad and Malcolm X broadcast. I'm just using this as an example of a man and a male. You see, I'm showing you the difference between a man and a male. A lot of y'all don't realize that Elijah Muhammad was a real man. Malcolm X was a male. He wasn't a man because no man does that. No man gets up and tries to get women to uh, record women talking about their sexual uh, uh, activity with another man. That's what Malcolm X tried to do. You know, nobody does that. No man cares about what, unless it's your wife or your daughter or some children being molested or whatever the case may be, or some kind of activity, some homosexual activity. You're not supposed to ever go and get inside of a man's personal business with a woman. As long as he ain't dealing with no homosexuality, he ain't molesting no children or, or, or sleeping with your wife or your daughter, that's none of your business. You see, it's none of your business. But you got a lot of males out here who justify that type of behavior. And that means that you justify emasculate, emotional behavior. That's what Malcolm X did. And people will sit up here and argue with that, but you can't get around that. Just like with the Tupac and the Biggie thing. That was nothing but a bunch of two males going back and forth. Two males going back and forth. Tupac was nothing but a male. He was not a man. You don't sit up here and make records about how you screwed another man's woman. That's very, that's very, and a lot of you so-called black males, you'll sit up here and big up that type of behavior. That's that's bitch-made behavior. That's two, that's two females being catty with one another. That's catty behavior. You know what that is? That's a female saying, I effed your man to another female. That's the equivalent to Tupac making a record talking about I effed your wife and you making it, and you, did, you that bitter and you angry talking about you eff another man's wife but yet you were, you were a big-time black revolutionary, but you disrespecting another so-called black man. You see, like I said, this is what happens when you are emotionally attached to uh, or carry that female energy on you. Because, look, of course, Tupac was raised by his mother. Perfect example. Biggie, Biggie really, he didn't really feed into it like that, but, you know, like I said, both raised by their mother. Not having no real father around, not having a strong father figure around, some man don't do that. Don't do that. You see, he didn't have his father in his life. He was raised by his mother, so therefore he was emotional. You see? And that came out in him. You see? And a lot of you males are like that. The beast will put these images forward. They will put up these images forward for you to follow because they know that these are not real men. These are males. They will act, if you act like a male, if you, if you, if you, you know, act like a male, carry yourself like a male, and carry yourself on emotional energy, then you're not a real man. You're not being a real man. You see, you're not. I don't care who it is. I don't care who here is and got a problem with that. It's reality. You're having a bunch of uh, uh, a male emasculated images put up for you as icons, and now they're telling you that this is what you should want to be like. That's why they made uh, Biggie and Tupac and Malcolm X and all these people icons. You see, that's why they make them icons. And the real men, like I said, y'all tend to, you know, not gravitate toward the real. You don't gravitate toward real masculine energy. You see, y'all gravitate toward that combative, jealous, effeminized, well, female spirit. And I don't call, you know, y'all gravitate toward that. You see, you don't have a problem. Like I said, this generation has no integrity whatsoever. This generation has no integrity. 
You see, you'll stab each other in the back. You'll lie to each other's faces. You'll do all this. You have no integrity. Like I said, like the people we had in here, no integrity, especially these males that was in here, no integrity whatsoever. You see, we're trying to build integrity. We're trying to build brotherhood. We're trying to build strong masculinity in this community. You see, and we want to make sure we keep out a bunch of emasculated males who full of crap, man, who come in here. Because a lot of you guys, I'm going to say this too, man. A lot of you guys, you know, I'm, and I think this was your case, Wayne. A lot of you guys are deep down. You guys are homosexuals deep down. And you use movements and communities like this where we are trying to foster masculine energy and men being men and brothers being real with each other, brothers being, you know, uh, um, being um logical and rational and real and righteous with one another. And a lot of you guys live your life. A lot of you guys got shit in your tank. A lot of you guys have been some homosexuality or whatever. And you guys come here, you try to think you're going to shake off that behavior and that you're somehow going to try and click into that type of energy that we're trying to uh, force to hear. And it doesn't work. And when it don't work, you go back out in the world and embrace that homosexuality. But then you got to take our names with you. That's the sign that that's that catty bitch made spirit. Wayne, that's that catty bitch made spirit. I said it. I don't care who don't like it. Wayne, Steven, that's that bitch energy that comes out of you guys. And a lot of you black males got that. That's why, like I said, I told you guys, don't even write your letter if you got that type of energy on you, man. That, that you know, that that borderline faggoty energy on you, man. That combative bitch made energy on you. You guys, you guys are disgusting, man, on 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 every level. And anybody that's walking with me who like that, I don't want you around me. We raising real men, like right here. We're raising real men. You see, we we this this men men who already have a foundational base. So you gotta, and that's, I was telling somebody this earlier. So you got to have the foundational base of a man. In order for you to be a man, you we ain't making men here. You saying you have to have that foundational base of manhood in you already. See, because you can't convince a man to be a man. You can't tell nobody to act like a man. You see, you got to either you a goddamn man or you not. Simple as that. We ain't in here trying to convert no faggot ass niggas, man. Rolling uncut. We ain't in here trying to convert no faggot-ass niggas into acting like men because we already know that ain't going to happen. A lot of you niggas are faggots, man. You may not have bent over and grabbed your ankle, but a lot of you niggas are faggots, man. You act like faggots, especially you Malcolm X lovers, man. You niggas are faggots. Your, your niggas are straight faggots the way you worship Malcolm Hex. You see, that spirit is on a lot of you black males, man. You know? The fact that you worship a bunch of males who act anything other than manly, or anything other than man, you see. You know, it's it just what it is. What it is, man. I'm gonna just say it raw and uncut, man. We ain't even looking at no damn Tupac and no Biggie and no Malcolm X and all. And you, you niggas in Hollywood, man. We already know how you guys in Hollywood. How you? That's why I don't even like watching you niggas on TV, man. I don't want to see you niggas on screen no more, man. Because I was watching Coming to America, and I could. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Part two of Coming to America, I was watching on Amazon Prime. I started watching it. I got five minutes in, I had to turn that shit off, man. I had to turn that shit off. You see? Because you already see they trying to they trying to effeminize the men in there. Eddie Murphy and them, they effeminize these niggas. I already know what's coming. 
And, of course, they're going to raise the, the females up to be more masculine, more in because they're trying to push the so-called black woman in, in the front. I don't want to see that, man. That's nothing but propaganda and programming, man. That's all that is. I got through five minutes of it, the fight scene. I had to turn that shit off, man. I already see what this is about to turn into. And I'm going to show you something. You notice Malcoon Hex had a whole bunch of uh, daughters. And his daughters, his daughters were doing all the talking for him. You see? His daughters are doing all the talking. You see, I just go to show you. You see, this is this is what this is what this is what is around you know around us. And real women, you should be. You, real women are gonna be uh, sick when you see males do like a real woman should be find be find be you know find it disgusting that a male is going back and forth with her. A real woman should find it disgusting. You see, a real woman should find that to be disgusting. You know, that a man, a real man is not going to go back and forth with you. You see, a real man is not going to be in the fucking mirror uh, more than you are. Run and cut. Batting his eyes and all this weirdo shit. You see, a lot of you guys, like I said, you got to have the foundation of manhood already there, man. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't Kreskin. We ain't the major. We ain't doing no ma- magic tricks trying to create manhood amongst Guys who are not really men. You got to have that foundation here. You see, if that's not the foundation you got inside you, man, we can't help you. You see, we ain't here to change nobody. We're here to grow people. We're not here to change nobody. We're here to grow people. In other words, the seed has to be planted for it to grow. Changing people is people who would change, act one way one minute, and then change back to the way they really are. You see. Because like I got to these people before they go out of here, they always show you who they are before they when they leave. They show you who they are. The real them. You see. We're not up here trying to change people because people change all the time. We got people that change up on us in here all the time. They come in here acting one way, they change up in the middle and they going up out of here being black devil. That's what I said with a lot of you you males. I don't had a lot of these males come through this republic and they don't they don't straight, you know, they on straight had bitch made meltdowns. You see, you ain't the only one, Wayne. All these males that came in had their little bitch made meltdowns before they got up out of here. And I was saying, hell, I'm when they got up out of here. You see, because real men are being raised here. And one thing real men can't stand, we don't want to be around a bunch of goddamn males, man. We don't want to be around a bunch of males. You see. Bunch of crying game ass niggas, man. We root yeah, exactly. We uprooting the males up out of here. We don't want you here. You see, we don't want you here trying to learn how to act like a man. We ain't nobody acting here. You see, nobody's acting here. Them niggas in Hollywood, they acting. That's why I don't want to see them. They act like men. Those are your role models. These rappers, these entertainers, these actors, or anything but men. Anything other than men, because when you go into that industry like that, when you want to be famous and go up under the beast, you're going to have to, like I said, you're going to have to um, get rid of your masculinity. You're going to have to get emotional. You're going to have to show that you're able to be emotional. That's why they tell you when you act it, you act this way, act emotional, cry a little bit, act get emotional. They tell you that. Why would they have to tell you something like, let me see you be emotional, let me see you be into They don't have to tell you all that. You see, they tell you stuff like that because that's what they really want you to become. That's the image they want to cast of you. You see, 
Every time you look around, they're showing you the so-called white man. They show you him acting like a man. They're making movies about him being a damn, uh, you know, they show him being a damn, uh, 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 damn fighter and a protector of his family. You see, they show him being a fighter and protect like this new movie they got come out with this so-called white man being a fighter and a protector of his family. And it's just like they just really threw this together like, you know, here we go. He's a secret agent. I forget what they call this crap. Then you see Denzel Washington, they get him to play the equalizer. He, Of course, he ain't got no family to protect. He's just out here protecting white people. You see, that he ain't got no family to protect. You see. He's out here protecting and killing white people for to protect other white people. But this is what they write for you. They want to pull your string and they want you to be masculine when they want you to be masculine and effeminate when they want you to be feminine. You see? That's what they're doing for you. You know what they got for you, so-called black men? They got a lot of um, um, moonlight a lot of moonlight for you so-called black men. Remember that movie, Moonlight? Notice they call it Moonlight. See, that's all meant to be a ritual. They want you black men acting like a bunch of homosexuals and whatnot, like in that movie, Moonlight. Notice they didn't say sunlight because in the sun stage, in that sun stage, you wouldn't even participate in that madness. But they know what they're saying by that movie, Moonlight, they put out, where they had the so-called black men embracing homosexuality and whatnot. They, what they're trying to say is they really want you so-called black men under that lunar frequency, and they know that a lot of you black males are under that lunar frequency, and you are, pr- you are prone to embrace that degenerate lifestyle. A lot of you so-called black males are open now today to this, to this degenerate lifestyle of homosexuality. A lot of you are open to that. You see? A lot of you guys are open to that. That's why they put movies out like that. Now, who the hell they thought was going to be entertained by that? They they didn't really want to entertain you by it as much as they wanted to influence you by it. Y'all follow what I'm saying? That's not about entertaining you. It's about influencing you now, influencing this next generation to be a bunch of emasculated males. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
to say this. It should not be the job of you women to argue with men. Do not argue with men because it's supposed to not even catch on. You know, you don't ever put yourself in a situation to argue with men, okay? Men you're dealing with, sons you're raising, you don't put yourself in a position to argue with men. Why do I say that? Because you're going to make men act out of character. If they cannot deal with you logically and rationally, then you're going to force them to deal with you on your level. Meaning, if you're coming to them emotionally and you know damn well you're being emotional in your behavior, you're going to force them to do the same thing. Because when logic and rationale for certain men that don't work, they sometimes are going to resort, instead of walking away, and you men should walk away or disconnect yourself from a woman when she's acting in that female mindset, trying to be combative and argue. Because you know, a lot of you take the wrong turn and you start arguing back and forth with the woman, and that's not what you're supposed to do. It's not in the nature of men. It's not in the soul of men to argue back and forth with women. This is why, like I said, I'm, I'm going to say something too. This is why a lot of times men end up putting their hands on women or killing women because I told you, once you take men out of the out of the realm of logical and rational conversation and you just start going over the top, you start to literally fry his brain. You start to literally fry his brain because you're taking taking him into territory that he's not comfortable with, that he doesn't understand. You're taking him into emotional territory. And when you take a man into emotional territory, you might get anything. You see, because you think you went for an argument, but you went for somebody who, because he's trying to you know, he's trying. He wants to stop the arguing and the energy going back and forth. This guy might end up snapping and killing you. You know, not meaning to, or putting his hands on you, not meaning to, is because he wants to go back to that quiet. He wants to go back to that reserved state. He wants to go back to that non-emotional state. He doesn't want the chaos and confusion. That's really the reason why a lot of times men put their hands on women. I'm not justifying this at all, but I'm saying when you being emotional with a man, when you are being illogical, when you are being impossible, when you're being irrational, when you are doing that and you are bringing all that energy to him and he's trying to talk to you logically and rationally and he's not arguing with you, you're still doing that. Like I said, you don't, you, you know, you can expect anything to happen because he may use physical force to bring that situation back into control where he feels comfortable into a logical state, into a rational state, because nobody's going to stand around and argue with you, and you should not ask a man to do that. Nor should, you should also explain to your son that it's not his job to go back and forth with women at all. You tell your sons to disconnect. You tell them to disconnect. You see? A lot of you women are going to find yourself have telling your sons when you get angry that, oh, they're going back and forth. You're going to tell your sons to have a timeout and go somewhere and sit in the corner or go in their room or whatever because, you know, you're trying to alleviate any kind of emotional meltdown that they may be having. Your sons should not be having emotional meltdowns. They should not be pouting and folding up their arms and doing all that. That's something their father should check immediately. You fathers who have sons, little sons who are throwing up their hands and arguing and 
or, you know, having an emotional meltdown, you're supposed to check your son immediately because that is not the way of the world. That is not the way in which men are to be raised, you see. I can't really remember a time where I flared up at my father or caught my hands across my arms or being angry or being emotional with my father or whatnot. I couldn't remember a time. And if I, we did it young, that was stopped in its tracks. And we would let to be known that there's consequences to that, consequences that would not be good. And we were scared of my father, so we didn't, we didn't do it. He did not see us flare up and all this other stuff. So he ain't doing all that. You know, and we didn't do it, and we tried to do it. My mother was scared; she was going to tell him we did it. You know what I'm saying we was not supposed to do that. And you know, I thought it was a type of thing where you know they was being always, you know, because we they didn't want to feel like we were disrespecting them. But no, it was really in a bigger picture, in a bigger scheme of life. It was showing me that as a man, I'm not supposed to do that. As a man, I'm not supposed to be emotional. I'm not supposed to let things get to me and whatever else. Like I said, as a child, I was supposed to do what I was told. And trust in your parents that they're going to do the right thing. They're not going to tell you anything wrong. And you make sure you don't tell your children anything wrong. When you deal with them logically and rationally, you could never go wrong. You don't start that, um, you don't start that whole emotional energy going in the house amongst the family. You don't have that going. You see, that energy is going. That energy is out the window. You have to know how to dispatch that energy, to take that energy apart, to disconnect from that kind of energy. You have to know how to do that. You can never allow yourself to create an emotional environment for your children, especially your sons. Because he will think that he can go out into the world and act that way with other people. And what I see in the mistakes with a lot of young men, young males, who don't get to grow into men, who die early, who end up in the prison system, who end up messed up in life, is because they don't know how to control their emotions. You see? They don't know how to control their emotions. You see? We're not living in a time where masculine energy is being... Uh, praised or uplifted. We're not living in that time. We're living in a time, unfortunately, where effeminized, uh, uh, emotional, and mentally disturbed and unstable energy is being the is the um, leading factor, the leading power, leading energy that the beast is pushing. You see, you know, you're not. They they want to destroy masculine energy. It's why it's important that we have uh, masculine a masculine con- connection with our sons and fathers, the sons where we have this masculine connection with, where your son is encouraged to talk to you about anything. A father and a son should be able to talk to each other about anything, you see. And nothing's off limits, you see. You should be able to talk about anything with your children. And like I said, that's for father and son, not for mother and son. He's not comfortable talking to you. And that's another thing I tell you, women, don't try to have uncomfortable conversations with your son. Don't. Don't talk about sex with your son with girls or when he's not comfortable talking. Again, you can emasculate your son that way. That is for his father to do. He needs to have a conversation about, you know, uh, feelings for women and things like that. He had. That's for his him and his father to talk about. Get off, get away, you know, and go and have that conversation that talk. 
And that's supposed to be for you and your daughter to have that talk. You see, you speak to your daughter about certain things. Is a father supposed to speak to his son? You don't have, and make sure, like I said, if you don't have or boys without his father, you make sure you can at least have a grandfather, uncle, someone talk to him. But it should always, I, you know, ideally be the father. He should be able to talk to his son. You see, the mother should be able to talk to her daughter because, again, they're being raised for manhood and womanhood. And what better example can they have than the first example that they're exposed to in the beginning of life? They're exposed to their mother and father. You see, your children shouldn't have to be looking up to people on, on in television and movies and all this other nah, man, music and all this other BS because they give you these images to look to because it's really meant to destroy their true connection to you. As your son's their true, their true connection to masculine energy. You see, you got all these black males out here who buck broken. You're saying they all buck broken. They all acting like coons and sambos. They want you to look at these kind of people and be programmed by these kind of people. They want your sons acting like this. They want your sons catering to female energy. They want your sons catering to female energy because all that's about catering to female energy. Whether you walk around being a damn simp, whether you walk around being a damn faggot or a transgender, that's all about catering to female energy. That's what it's about—not catering to woman uh, uh, feminine energy, but female energy. So they want you to cater to female energy in the society, you so-called black men. They, whether you being a simp, whether you being a full-on faggot, and to the point right now, notice that. I'm going to show you this again. Notice when you say the word faggot amongst your so-called black men now, you black males now, a lot of you guys tend to be be offended by that. You look in the so-called black male space when you tell them, yeah, you faggot ass, or you homosexual, and you, go, you keep calling these guys out for how they act. You, these guys will have a, a, a little, you know, they'll have a little meltdown about that, or they'll have they'll feel some kind of way because with it, what's happening is they're being disconnected from masculine energy every day. And they're being brought around into that female energy and the energy that's trying to get them to embrace homosexuality or some form of bisexuality or whatever, transgenderism. This is what they're doing. They're trying to create Frankenstein monsters out of your sons, man. This is what they're doing. They're trying to emasculate your sons. They're trying to push emotional instability into their heads continuously. And a lot of you guys are going for it. A lot of you guys, you know, a lot of young guys came to this community and acted like a, I mean, left out of here, acting like a bunch of damn females, melting down, cursing me out, calling me, they disrespecting me, disrespecting the community. You see, you're losing your minds like you, Nicholas Jackson. You see, your whole, your whole rant, your whole rant, what you got up is about, is nothing, you nothing but an emasculated male, man. You're nothing but an emasculated male. I see that with you guys. You guys are emasculated males, man. You see, you guys are not real men. That's why you can do the things you do. That's why you can be disrespectful. This is why you can be, uh, uh, um, you can walk around as males out here with no integrity, you see, because you don't have, re- real men have integrity, just like real women have integrity. You can do the things you do, lie to us, and do the things you do and disrespect and copy and steal from us, steal information and act like it's coming from you. Because, like I said, that's part of that female 
emotional instability, that unsureness about yourself, that want to be somebody else. You want to be me. That That's something males do, like that Malcolm X spirit. Malcolm X wanted to be Elijah Muhammad. See, that's the jealousy spirit. That's why I want, a lot of that's on you males today, man. You see? And we got, like I said, I got you men to blame for not staying around raising your sons and you women to blame and you females to blame for not picking the right men to lay down with and make your children with. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. What is the emotional instability of the modern-day male? It's basically everything that they're taking in and being raised to accept, which is that female energy. So the masculine energy is going out the window. Why are they like this? Because this is what they're being bred into. See, the focus is on you so-called black males. The focus is heavily on you so-called black males to be this way, you see. Can this be overcome? Sure it can, but it's only going to be overcome within a chosen few people because, like I said before, this world is going to be full of males, but it's going to be um, a minority of men. But that's okay because the minority usually is the strongest over time once they pull together and realize what they're dealing with. Right? Where does did this uh, instability come from? From the beast, of course. Where it always comes from? And they get you so-called black women to buy into it. What does this mean in the evolution of men? That real men are going to be made because we know the difference now between men and males, which I pointed out. And now you got these clowns using that and copying from you. Yeah, the difference between men and males. You guys have been talking like that before I came out and started talking about that. You know, you guys writing books about it now. You say, come on, man. Or whatever. And it's usually males writing books trying to trying to act like men. But whatever. That's it. We're going to close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen, we trust. And Amen, we thank and then we continue forward forever. I'm the intellectual new Ben This has been Intellect Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow at 10. Good night. And I'm going to be doing a live at 6.